0: section 429, Alacha 9. One should not fast, this applies even to individual fasts throughout the month of Nisan. We will discuss Mitzvah the fast of the firstborn on Erev Pesach. And also in section 492, there it discusses. The Bahab fast, Bez Hey Bez, which is Monday, Thursday, and Monday following Pesach. Okay. The general rule is that there's no fasting, even private fast, throughout the month of Nisa. Needless to say, a communal fast, the al Alatibor, is not decreed throughout this month. hold enam, meikradin, all of these matters are not fundamental matters of Torah law, but rather customs that were traditionally followed in the later generations. Why did Altarebbe mention the later generations? Because tractate Sofrim, which mentions this custom, was composed after the redaction of the Talmud. So Sofrim does not have the authority of a Talmudic tractate. What was the reason for instituting these customs? That was that the later sages relied on the words of our earlier sages, that the princes the Nasim of the 12 tribes began to offer their sacrifices for the, the Hanukkah HaMazbeach, the dedication of the altar on the first day of Nisan. Nasi echad one prince each day, like it says in Bamidbar chapter 7. Ad Yudgimel ben Nisan. And this went on until the 13th day of Nisan. And as we're going to learn later, the minute gives that we read the passage from the Torah describing the offering of each prince on the day that the prince brought his sacrifices. Why? Because each prince, for, for each prince, the day on which he would bring his sacrifices was a Tov shalai, was his personal Tov. On the day before Pesach, that was Tov for the entire Jewish people because they would bring the makrivenah the, uh, Pesach, they would bring the paschal sacrifice. Thus, only the 13th day of Nisan was free without a Tov, without a festival. It's interesting, also that the tzemach uh, tzedek, quoting from the Maharil, he says that the thirteenth of Nisan also has a somewhat festive nature because it's Yitru Chag, the day of these, the 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 Chag, meaning the day following the festivals of the sacrifices of the princes. Okay, then after these fourteen days, you have the eight days of Pesach, which of course are Yom and Al-Tarebbe bases calculation on life in the diaspora, outside of Israel, where the festivals are celebrated for an additional day. In you know, it's all, Pesach is seven days, okay? So, we have these 14 days. Then you have the eight days of Pesach. So the majority of the month was conducted in holiness. Hence, the Fikach, it became customary to make... The month of Nisan, holy in its entirety, like a festival. Even on the day before Rosh Chodesh Iyar, one should not fast. Now the day before Rosh Chodesh, that's called Yom Kippur Cotton, Yom Kippur in microcosm. And in many com- communities, it's customary to fast and to recite Slichas during Mincha on that day. But the Rebbe says, even in this case, on Erev Rosh Chodesh Iyar, which is part of the month of Nisan, one should not fast. Indeed, one should not even fast on the day on which his father and mother passed away their yard site throughout this month of Nisan. Nevertheless, a, gro- a groom and a bride, a chosan and a kala, customarily fast on the day of the wedding, even on de Nisan, for the reason to be explained in section 573. Okay. Now, there is an exception to uh, the fasting of the Chasan and kala, and that is Isru Chag Pesach, the day after Pesach. They would not fast. Now, as far as Rishchidosh Nisan, which we just mentioned that they do fast, the Shulchan Aruch of Yosef Kaya mentions the custom of fasting on the yard site of righteous men and women and says that some people follow the custom of fasting on Rishchidosh Nisan because Aaron's sons, none of them of you, died on that day. Similarly, in section 4.3, the Altarab mentions that people would fast on the 10th day of Nisan because Miriam died that day. Nevertheless, the Lubavitch custom is not to fast on the yard site of the righteous. Okay, so what's the reason uh, why the Chassan and Kala who normally fast on the day of the wedding, so they would fast even on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and certainly throughout the month of Nisan. So, the Ramah writes that although a groom and a bride do not fast on the wedding day when their wedding falls on on any other Rosh Chodesh, they should fast when the wedding day falls on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, since this is a, a day when regardless, many righteous individuals fast because of the passing of Aaron's sons, as we just mentioned. Now one of the reasons... A groom and a bride fast on their wedding days because one's wedding day is a personal day of atonement when all sins are forgiven. This concludes Allah and today's share.